0: Welcome back to the Institute of World Mission podcast. I'm your host today, Marcos Lopez. Today's episode continues the series for single missionaries and AVS volunteers. Did you know that the Adventist Volunteer Service has a rule that suggests you not to date while in service? Do you know why it's there? Join me and Cecilia, a psychologist and the AVS coordinator in Central Asia for a conversation on this rule why it exists, and what's the best way that you as a volunteer can enjoy your time and be a blessing throughout your service period. Let's go to the interview.
1: Welcome to the Institute of World Mission podcast, a show for Adventist mission enthusiasts striving to live, serve, and witness cross-culturally. Providing resources and trainings for those serving outside their home division, Institute of World Mission is your partner in the mission field.
0: Welcome, welcome to another episode of the IWM podcast. Today, we're going to continue our series on volunteers and all things single missionaries. And today we have a very special guest to talk about a very interesting subject. And our guest is Cecilia. Welcome, Cecilia. Hello, how are you? Very good, very good. I'm very happy to have you with us today in our podcast. And uh, today, well, first of all, start, let's start by, can you tell us a little bit more about you, Cecilia, what you work with, um, where you are right now?
1: Okay, uh, I'm from Argentina. I'm psychologist. psychologist. I'm working as a volunteer coordinator in Central Asia. And I'm helping them to be better, to work better, and enjoy the new culture
0: wow that's wonderful it's wonderful to see a psychologist in this position i guess it's so important uh, to have someone who understands well about um, the mind and about relationships and about you know how society kind of works and you study that and so it's wonderful to see someone like that helping our youth who are going to serve in that part of the world. And so today's subject, we're going to talk a little bit about volunteers and young missionaries and romantic relationships while serving. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. And um, I don't know if you who are, uh, is listening to us knows this, but there is kind of a rule Uh, that that the Adventist Volunteer Service has, which is an advice for volunteers that they should not get into romantic relationships while they're serving as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. So there we go to the first question. What is this rule, Cecilia? What is the rule that advises volunteers that they should not have a romantic relationship during the year of service?
1: Okay, this expectation come directly from the General Conference Volunteers Department. They strongly discourage volunteers to have any type of sentimental beyond friendship and or carnal relationship with persons of the same or opposite sex during their year of service
0: yeah wow this is this is interesting and 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 let's let's get into more of this let's try to understand a little bit of of why this 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 um this rule and this advice is there why do you think uh the suggestion exists
1: the rationale behind this is that these kinds of relationships may distract the volunteers from the service they are committed to render volunteers Only go to the field for one year. One year is a very short period of time. I think the rule exists to keep the volunteers focused. We all know that when one falls in love or is starting a romantic relationship, all our thoughts are about that person. And a volunteer must learn so many things in a short period of time that there is barely room to do something else. The volunteer is expected to fully dedicate their whole time to the mission, and they must absorb the culture of the new place, learn the language, get used to everything in the new country, make friends, and build those relationships to possibly influence as many people as possible.
0: That's true. You know, I've well, that, it's it's you've said a lot of wonderful things. Uh, I've served. Well, I serve. At, Currently, as a volunteer as well, but I'm on a longer on a longer term uh, volunteer uh, uh, service. But I served for one year in Russia in the year 2016, and you know it's so intense. You know this mm-hmm. whole year that you have it's so full of things, and and you get there. You just have 12 months, but you get there, and then you have to learn. You have to study the language. You have to make friends. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it takes some time for you to adjust, you know, that, that takes up a couple of months. And so mm-hmm. that's already a lot on a person's mind. And, you know, I've seen a lot of volunteers having a very hard time with adaptation. So yeah. it is something that you need to have patience with and you need to mm-hmm. give time. So definitely, you know, uh, it's, it's already quite a lot. And having this, as you mentioned, you know, adding something that will probably take your attention away from from focusing on the adaptation on focusing on the work on focusing on how you can really make friends and true relationships and be a blessing to those people over there. Mm-hmm. This really is a big distraction.
1: Yeah
0: that's true so it's definitely that's definitely an interesting interesting point that that you mentioned there. And and I'll go to the next question. Mm-hmm what what do you think would be the positive part of following the suggestion so what are the positives that the volunteer has if he follows the suggestion and doesn't you know doesn't take into doesn't uh, get into romantic relationships while serving
1: mm-hmm. okay if the volunteer gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend then naturally their time will be dedicated to only one person and that will defeat the purpose of their mission. In my own experience, I have seen that volunteers that fall in love during their time of service cannot achieve the proposed objectives because generally they prioritize this new relationship and they lose focus. And I consider that the positive side of following this suggestion is that it helps the volunteer to set their priorities Right from the start, romantic relationships will only limit the volunteers' sphere of action if their purpose is to serve as a volunteer in another country. They need to be free from all their commitments in the field to fully dedicate themselves to the mission.
0: Yeah, and of course, here we're talking about volunteers who are going to serve and start a new relationship there we're not Mm -hmm. talking about those who already have a relationship okay just to make sure that no
1: no no you are
0: listeners you are listeners you understand well the separation we're not saying that if you have a boyfriend and girlfriend and you go to the field and you should just break up this is not what we're saying we're saying if you go and you're single and you meet someone there in the field that's where you should Mm -hmm. be that's yeah. where you should be, and you know, you talked there, and uh, I've we've talked about this, and I mentioned to you before that I've had this experience, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and uh, in my personal experience, I ended up uh, while serving as a volunteer, as I mentioned before, I ended up uh, falling in love, and it really distract, and and it's true, it's exactly as you mentioned, it really distract. Distracted me from work and my objectives there. And um, and in the end, I remember as I went back home, I was so frustrated that I couldn't uh that I didn't do the things that I should have done, you know, and mm-hmm. what my 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 agreement with the place was. And and mm-hmm. I left, and there's so many friends that I should have made more and that I should have spent more time with, but no, I ended up being distracted because i chose to do something like this so this was something that really frustrated me so i know this by by personal experience as you mentioned you've seen this from your experience Mm -hmm. but i've lived this from my experience and i know that uh in the end i was very very frustrated with with uh, my service because of that and so it's very wise what you mentioned there of the positive thing you probably will feel at the end more fulfilled You'll feel that your objectives were accomplished. You'll feel that you really focused on what you needed to focus. And God could truly use you in that place to be a big blessing. And so in your experience, how do the volunteers in general live this situation? Of course, I gave my example. and mm-hmm. uh, uh, But of course, this is just one. But you are a coordinator. You deal with a lot of volunteers every year. So mm-hmm. what... In your experience, uh, how do you how do the volunteers live this situation?
1: You know, when I when I heard about the possibility of recording this podcast, I started to investigate what the current volunteers in our field thought, and I found that the answers were similar to the responses that volunteers from other years gave. Some of them said that it was good to know beforehand about this expectation because keeping themselves away from romantic relationships has helped them avoid complex or confusing situations situations such as heartbroken possibilities jealousy etc others reported that this expectation should be uh, adapted to the maturity of the volunteer for instance those who are focused and work well should be given the possibility to choose. On the other hand, those who are not able to focus and cannot fulfill their work requirements should be denied that possibility. And finally, a minority said that everyone should decide whether to pursue a relationship while they'll serve in the field or not. Um, most of our volunteers follow these instructions. Because they do understand that it is just one year of their lives that they are dedicating to serving God fully. They know that once the year is over, they can invest all the time needed in any relationship they choose.
0: Wow, that's it's quite interesting how you mentioned there. I was thinking here, the I wasn't expecting a minority of volunteers to actually say that, you know, you can choose whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So this yes. is quite interesting. So we are seeing that volunteers in general, they do agree in many sense with these rules. Probably, especially the ones who are coming to the end of their service because they've served. And if they kept this rule, they would probably mm-hmm. understand better what it's for. And you might yeah. see that, those who are new and fresh in the field, they might think different. They might say, no, but no, listen, so many pretty girls here, you know, and yes. they, they might be more more like, no, I need to choose, I'm able to choose. But anyways, it's quite interesting to see that actually it's the minority that says and thinks that, you know, each one should choose for themselves. And it's interesting as well to hear the different perspective, the perspective that uh, some would think that it should be judged by a case by case.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: depending on the on the maturity of the volunteer and, and all of that, then the, the choice should be made or he should be allowed to. and it's
1: not a bad idea. Yeah.
0: It's a it's, good idea. Exactly. That's why I that's what I'm seeing. Uh it's an interesting, it's a it's a very mm-hmm. interesting uh uh thing to hear because Definitely, you know, we do have coordinators and uh, in that sense, they're there for a purpose to to be those who guide these volunteers through their service. And there are, we know there are more uh, mature volunteers, you know, there are more um, those who even go more mature in age, I would say. And uh, mm-hmm. who, who are, you know, who end up uh, falling in love there and all of that. And they have the the maturity to actually work and deal with it. The, I think the, the big point is that, as me, I went as a volunteer in 2016, and I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are mature people at 21 years old, but I was not one of them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many volunteers that they go at such a young age, and and they're not they're not that mature to make this kind of decision for themselves and see the consequences in themselves okay. so it's quite interesting to to hear that perception and and uh, this is definitely something that should be more discussed and 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 thought about and so let's go to our next question now i want Suggestions. What suggestions could you give the volunteers so that they can enjoy
1: their time of service more? I believe that volunteers should fully understand the nature of the goal. If they accept the challenge, then they must be committed to serve under the instructions given beforehand. I also think that knowing the culture of the place where they are or where they will be serving is paramount. For example, uh, relationships between men and women in Central Asia are not the same as in Latin America. Volunteers must know and accept this reality to avoid romantically misleading local friends. My suggestion is that everyone should try to enjoy everything they can and every experience They have the opportunity to live, but they must always be intentional and caring about the culture of the place where they serve or will serve.
0: Yeah, you know, this cultural thing is a big, big, big thing because it's it's, as you mentioned, you know, in in South America, we have in, in Latin America, we're a very warm, like, Uh, physically touching culture Mm -hmm. we hug we kiss on the cheek and you know and and in other cultures this is something that's whoa this is wife and husband you know this is not something that you would do to a friend and and Mm -hmm. you know something like that so definitely what you mentioned is so important that we that that the volunteers truly research and try to understand and when they go as they reach there be careful be intentional as you mentioned in what they do in studying in observing you know the culture to see what mistakes that they should not make how they should not treat the opposite sex or the same sex person so that the other person doesn't understand uh, doesn't Mm -hmm. get the wrong impression of what your intentions are and so if you're careful i believe truly that if you're more careful with this uh you won't have these maybe many uncomfortable situations. You will protect yourself from having you know these misunderstandings and uncomfortable situations. So definitely, that's a great suggestion. Thank you for that. And
1: sorry, protect yourself and your friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. you're not you're not thinking just about yourself. You mm-hmm. are thinking as well about all the others who are around you. so that's yeah. that's very important. And uh, last, I wanted to ask you, okay, so now the persons they're serving, okay, she knows the rule. She knows mm-hmm. she shouldn't date. She knows she shouldn't f- fall in love. But mm-hmm. if she, you know, she just saw this girl or this guy and, you know, the eyes, you know, just started shining and they got tummy aches and, you know, these butterflies mm-hmm. in the stomach yeah. and they fell in love. So mm-hmm. this is the situation. The volunteer goes and falls in love and he's honest about it. That's the thing, you know, we have to be, that's the important thing that a volunteer needs to think, you know, you have to be honest about it. Um, mm-hmm. What suggestion would you give? How, how, how does the volunteer deal with that?
1: Okay. If somehow someone falls in love, as you said, the first suggestion is to wait a little bit until the year of service is over. Then they will be free to follow their hearts. Although I always tell them that if they like someone, they should talk openly with their leaders about it. It is good to fall in love with the right person. And if God is leading that way, then for sure something could be worked out because it it is true that within this group of people, there are several who are seriously and intentionally looking for a companion to marry. What is not good is pursuing a relationship just because the person feels lonely, which is quite common when you serve in a new country that is far from home. Therefore, volunteers should be wise when choosing their friends and how and with who they spend their time. Another advice that I like to give because I have seen it works is that the volunteer waits until they return to their home country to see if the idea of a romantic relationship or the desire to stay together continues.
0: Yeah, you know, the distance will tell the truth. Yeah. And many times, you know, you're, you're very right. Many times, what happens is that the people you're you're going to a different culture, and so people look different to mm-hmm. you. So mm-hmm. they can be very interesting, you know, and they can they they can be very um, attractive, you know, because they are different from what you're used to in your country. Mm-hmm. This is this effect is true; it's real, yeah. and yeah. so many times this will you know this will generate some feelings for you. But then when you go back to your country or even while you're studying the culture, while you're there, you're observing the culture, you're learning about it, you might see that the culture is so different from yours or it's so complicated that you might think, you know, even though I do like this person, but it just doesn't make sense. You know, it just, you know, it's too different. It's going to be too hard. But Mm -hmm. I think one of the things, you know, which is quite wise is pray a lot about it you know praying yeah. to the lord if you if you're if you're mature enough and you know you're mm-hmm. there in that mature stage as you mentioned a lot of the volunteers are searching for for yeah. someone for a partner for a, a real true honest relationship they want to marry they want to to have that and they're looking for that pray to the Lord about it because the Lord is the one who will truly open your eyes and show you if that is the right person. Yes, it's true. And so he will give the wisdom. He's the one who's wise enough to tell you, listen, Mm -hmm. I know how you're feeling. And he truly understands. Mm -hmm. He understands. And, but he'll say, listen, it's not the time yet. Or he'll say, this is the person, but it's not the right moment yet. You know, have patience let you know go back to your country i've seen many volunteers who after they serve they go back to their countries but then they return to work and mm-hmm. live and 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 be in the country where they served you know yeah. i have a personal friend who's from india and and he he ser- he was living in brazil and mm-hmm. so this girl she went to serve in india as a volunteer and she mm-hmm. came back to brazil And then she was so enchanted with the culture. She loved, she fell in love with that. And so she actually fell in love with this Indian guy. And so Mm -hmm. she married him and now they're living in India. So you see, this is, this is, this works as well. This can happen. This is not something that's far away from a possibility. So don't think to yourself as well as a volunteer. Don't, don't just think, no, this is impossible. Nothing like this should ever happen to anyone and all of that. Every case is different. This can happen. Yeah. And it can happen to you. So I think that, as you mentioned, you know, it's very wise to wait, you know, because while you're serving, it's very intense. Things are very intense. A lot is happening. And so just wait a little. Have patience. Pray while you're waiting. And so mm-hmm. that when you go back to your country, you know, you know, you have the wisdom to think and say, okay, no, listen. This is something that yes, I want to pursue. I want to live in that country. I want to marry that person. Or you'll just say, Wait, uh, it was interesting. The person was interesting. But now that I'm back here, things don't make sense anymore.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: true. definitely, you know, um, that's that's something to think about. And Thank you, Cecilia. Um, I'm very grateful that you came today, that you were with us, that you were sharing with us, um, sharing with the volunteers. You're a coordinator. You're someone who understands them. You're someone who's directly working with a lot of volunteers. So, it's wonderful to have your your perception on the subject and to bring also someone who's a psychologist as a professional who's wise and who understands and who's who studied relationships and understand well how they work so thank you so much for accepting my invitation to be here today it was wonderful to have you
1: you're welcome but i would like to add something sure It's the, the last and not least as you said pray we have to pray a lot if we are in these situations and in all our service in our service Uh, and I want I would like to talk with volunteers who are hearing this and if you that are hearing this podcast are seriously considering serving as a volunteer then God will help you decide better don't forget to make him your partner during all your time of volunteering he will never he will never abandon you
0: thank you for that Cecilia thank you
1: Thank you for joining us for this podcast. If you haven't been to the IWM website recently, visit us at instituteofworldmission.org. There you will find more podcasts, webinars, and other resources to boost your mission success. From all of us at IWM, we wish you God's richest blessings as you continue in His service.